1: Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight,
2: and I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to uh, Follow Up Friday, where we uh, answer all of your uh, questions throughout the week, uh, from the last chapter or from you know who knows where these, these some mm-hmm. of these theories and uh, you know thoughts come from. Especially uh, our good friend Lord Hunter. I Absolutely. mean, where does the, the mind? You know, it's uh, the a the mind wanders a, a, sometimes. It does. It's a curious thing mm-hmm. <laughs> I just get uh, we' just we're just kidding the old foul mouth is uh, has uh, sent us a lot of comments this week and so mm-hmm. uh, we're excited to share some of those with you guys uh, here in just a bit so
1: yeah sir Ezra how are you doing today uh,
2: <clears throat> doing okay actually uh, can I t- can we get personal you yeah. know can we get just personal for a second real. okay yeah. okay so I, um, I I told you guys I'm stressed out you know all this kind of stuff uh, super busy Got a lot of different stuff going on, and whatever it is, what it is. Uh, well, you know what? I mean, you should probably go see a doctor, right, Sir Ezra? That you should probably go see a maester, all right? And I did, and they, um, you know, I mean, guys, I had all the, I had all this like uh, this like this tightness, what I thought was anxiety and stress, which it was. I mean, still some of it is going on, uh, but uh, acid reflux, guys. <laughs> I
1: mean, hey man, we're getting like, older. Just,
2: just take an acid reflux pill, and night and day different. I mean, from one day to, I literally, yesterday was the first day I took it. Uh, no, actually, today. I'm sorry. Today was the first day that I took it. I, got, I uh, went to the doctor yesterday, and uh, I'm telling you, sir, Matt, I am like a new man. I'm ready to go. Nice. So Hey, it's good to hear, man. It's just,
1: it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Too, too much mead meat and, and, and cheese. And cheese, you know. Yeah. I know, hey, you know, like Rhaegar, Rhaegar Targaryen once uh, you know, put down the put down the book and picked up the sword. I think I need to put down the fork and pick up the <laughs> sword is what thinking. <laughs> oh
2: man. No kidding. No uh, kidding. So, well, all right. It's, well, it's a,
1: yeah. Hey man. Hey, that that's that's good to hear. Sir Ezra, I I talked to you the other day about uh my uh, you know, I think I think my time as a as a stable master is, is coming uh coming to an end here soon i have some okay. other some potential okay. things lined up maybe working in the uh, red keep so <laughs> yeah you might be yeah, you might yeah be hey, it's pretty cool we'll, we'll find i'll find out a little bit more next week and uh all right sir ezra is is it time yep. is it is it time to to dive into the uh show update uh yeah i'm kind of nervous about it i am but, too uh, i know. i am too all right okay what, what, well I mean- no, let's we're just we're we're going right in. Okay. So, okay. um, I think a lot of people saw we posted, hey, we have some new Patreon tiers. Um, we posted the shirts for the uh, Patreon members. the that's gonna be our kind of December run. Um uh, probably looking more towards like January when those come out, but uh, we're asking everybody to be signed up by November fifteenth if you want to be included in that run. I already saw a lot of people uh liking that and remember if you're in the ten dollar uh night's watch tier uh you or above now you automatically Mm -hmm. qualify for you automatically qualify for that so no need to worry there um but yeah so sir ezra speaking of new patreon tiers should we start with the new patreon tiers or should we explain something and then go into the new patreon tiers
2: yeah, let's uh, – I don't really the- know if there's a
1: good way to do it. So. Okay, all right, all right, okay. So, um, you know, uh, what was it? Last week, Cereza and I were getting real fired up on the podcast talking about things, and we have been um, communicating with our patron members. Um, Sam the Hammer sent us some really interesting stuff, and yeah. um, trying to manage everything uh, has become quite – uh, I don't want to say the word stressful, but quite uh, cumbersome. Well, it's a <laughs> task. It's it's exciting. Because, oh, it's, all, it's like, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, and the w-
2: blowing up with all the ravens that come in and all the different stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, wow.
1: Yeah, like absolutely, crazy. absolutely. And um, with fire and blood coming out, we're like, okay, what are we gonna do? So we think. And uh, I think that I have come up with a great solution that works well for everyone, makes things a little bit easier on our end, and um, does something super cool. So I would say, Sir Ezra, the most difficult part of our recording is follow-up Friday. (laughs) That can be, yeah. Yeah, Um, not, not not because, oh, it's like we don't like doing it. We love doing it. But follow up Friday is kind of hard sometimes when um, tracking down Ravens and then being like, okay, what are we talking about? Um, and we want to be able, to, like, we want to be able to uh, to do a lot more for the show. We we've talked about doing the rewatch and all this other stuff, and right now it feels it's like we're like drowning. So I'm just like, okay, I can't like I can't even get to the rewatch stuff because I'm like I just can't like possibly manage. Any of that stuff. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I'm like, we got to do the Patreon episode. So a lot. So we're like, is there any possible way we could um, change things up? And even with follow-up Friday coming or with Fire and Blood coming out, it would drastically change the way we would have to do um, follow-up Friday anyway. And so what we decided is this. We've come up with something cool that keeps everyone engaged, gives the Patreon members something super cool. Um, But that – so the Patreon members are getting something that is super cool. Everyone is still getting follow-up Friday in a a sense. And it's going to be – Easier for us to manage which will give us more time To do stuff in the group respond to People because I feel terrible because sometimes yep. people send Us messages and I can't respond to them Like I, I used to be able to Respond to yep. people and be like oh hey not Only is this in the show but I'll talk to you a little bit about It so I have like some backstory and stuff So yeah what we have Decided is we are um, Going to When fall, when fire and blood comes out which is Like a week or a week and a half From now mm-hmm. yep. Um What we are going to do is we are going to um, we have one section, one or two sections left in World of Ice and Fire of the Seven Kingdoms. There's still stuff over in Essos, but we're just going to kind of put that on hold right now. We are going to take our Maester study and throw Fire and Blood in there. So our main show will start with Fire and Blood and then move into the uh, reread and then we'll still yep. probably do one raven as we have been doing maybe two if we have time at the end and that will be it for the podcast that week so now you're saying well where is fallout friday going well well hold on hold on so,
2: so that main show now is going to be intense oh it's going to be it's going to be intense yeah the main sh- show it, like more energy will be i mean it's I don't know. I feel like the research that we're going to do for that is going to be like the the cool connections might be
1: off the charts. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It's going to give us more time to put uh, into the main show to just I mean, even small things like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I want to layer a little music under here or I want to do something. um, Yeah. You know, like it gives us a little more time to do that. Um, And so it just makes it easier for us to be like, oh, okay. We can kind of manage things. Yeah. So it's also probably going to be, make sure that the shows are a little bit longer. So instead of it being an hour, we're probably going to be looking at like an hour and a half, if not two hours. Um, yep. Whereas before, for the past couple of weeks, we've just been actually past couple of months, I would say. We've been trying to keep both shows at about an hour. Um, and but sometimes they go like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, sometimes fall up Friday. Yeah. And so we're in a recording for like four hours a week and all this stuff. So anyway, the main show is going to be a lot better. And what we are going to do for follow-up Friday is we are going to have a once-a-month show called The Raven's Nest, <laughs> which I am actually uh, so freaking pumped for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so The Raven's Nest, and then Sir Ezra will explain a little bit about our uh, how Patreon works in that. The Raven's Nest mm-hmm. is essentially going to be follow-up Friday. But it is going to be Follow Up Friday live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Sir Ezra, oh, boy, let's talk. Let's talk a little <clears throat> bit about the Patreon and how that works, and how Follow Up Friday will be live. Uh, okay, yeah. So um,
2: here's the deal. We created a couple new uh, tiers here. We have Sworn Sword at fifteen, uh, then we've also got like our Bannerman uh, reward there as well. If you are uh, at, uh, if you're a part of the Night's Watch, we're going to kind of pick a day. So we're gonna, we're going to pick um, a time. We'll try to get keep this on a schedule. We need to be on a schedule too, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and hopefully, we can find a time that works best for, you know, like we're we're hoping it's a weekend. You know, right. like a yeah. Friday, it, Saturday, it, right? You it's know, probably, Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be a Sunday. Just in, yeah, in, in, in my head, yeah, that's seems to be the most logical day.
2: Yeah. So so um and and basically, we're going to. Uh, we're on Discord, and actually, you know, Sir Matt and I right now, we use Discord uh, to, to kind of record, um, mm-hmm. so we're in there anyways, but um, you will be able to, if you're at the $10 tier, you can actually, like, listen live, um, so you can just kind of listen, you know, on that Sunday, hear what's going on, hop in and out if you want to, uh, and what have you. Um, at, the, at the upper, at the um, next couple levels there, you can actually um, comment, and you can you know, uh, commentate, or if we have a question, or if we don't know something, or if we read a raven and, and there's something that we uh, need to follow up on or ha- have somebody track down, boom, they can track it down for us, send us, you know, whatever, or if they just, you know, uh, want to make a comment on something, they can do that, and we're, we're reacting to that live in uh, Raven's Nest. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the coolest part is the realm, if you're at the, at the highest tier, uh, can hear your voice. Absolutely, you will be on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will legitimately be on the show, and and uh, basically, you know, we kind of uh, beforehand we'll have everybody kind of muted uh, who has access to like uh, have their voice on there. Your mic doesn't have to be anything right. crazy good. If you want to, you know, find something that's just uh, easy to kind of relax and sit and listen, uh, and then when it's your turn to kind of like hop on there and talk, we might read a raven, mm-hmm. and as you're listening, we're we'll like, all right, you know, um, whoever it may be, we're coming to you you know Mm -hmm. right now it's uh it's sir jason ross okay so right now we're coming to him Mm -hmm. you know and uh we'll have him on the show and he can listen and kind of you know talk us through some of uh, his thoughts on the ravens or uh, the show theory whatever it may be um you know we give uh give that individual a decent amount of time and anybody uh, if we had more than you know depends on how many people we have too right you know depending on how much time we can we can give each person Mm -hmm. so we'll try to kind of manage that but um that's sort of the gist of it. I mean, Discord's a really right. cool place where you can kind of go do, like, chat um, on there. Uh, it's got, I've got all sorts of different things set up in there to where, you know, um, it's, it's leveled. You just go right into Patreon, select your tier, and then you can use uh, – it, it shows you how to sign up for Discord and
1: uh, gets you right mm-hmm. into the server. So Yeah, yeah. and the, so the cool thing is that um, everyone who is in the $10 tier, our Night's Watch tier, um, a lot of them was like, what is this Discord thing? well this is what it is so (laughs) they're already chatting yeah so there's actually a chat room in there so you can actually go in and chat with each other um at even at the 10 dollars tier but um when we're recording the raven's nest um we actually can see that text um but it's not gonna be just we would have to like leave just the way discord you have like separate rooms even though it's kind of like it's like it's kind of like discord's like a building and there's like separate rooms in that building and so you would have to actually leave the room you're in go into the other one um but so that's why the commenting just kind of has to be in the same room um Mm -hmm. so but you can still listen live so you can listen to it you can hear the show while we're recording it live and the cool thing is that this is not a Patreon exclusive episode. Um, we are still doing the Black Council episodes, which is the bigger kind of history episodes, which is our Patreon exclusive episode. But this will actually go into our um, iTunes feed. So this is a this is still going to everyone, um, but the patrons have special access that they can act they can do while we were while we are recording this live, um, mm-hmm. yep. and it's also going to give us more time. Um, since this is essentially kind of we're shifting follow up Friday um, and this is going to be a once a month thing. It's probably going to be a two and a half hour episode. I'm guessing um, we can actually like research some of the Ravens and we can do much more in-depth studies on them rather than kind of as I feel like we do. Sometimes we're just like, well, I don't know, maybe, you know, like,
2: <laughs> yeah, or we have to go look it up or we right, right, and we're, or we're looking it way. up on the
1: fly. Yeah. And so we can actually have like be a little more prepared for them um so that's going to make the quality of the follow-up friday better so i would rather have i would rather i I would rather have quality over quantity is kind of is kind of kind of our, our thought process
2: well and the other thing is too i mean now now the one the one uh you know um gosh what do you call this outlier here is is just you just never know man i mean we're gonna get we're gonna get you i mean it'd be great to hear like different um Oh, people's you know, opinions. Our, our Absolutely, you know, it's like mm-hmm. just to get their thoughts and to get their feedback. And so, you know, uh,
1: your voices will be heard by the realm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so kind of like a radio that, show. Yeah. We're just, you know, kind of we can click you on and say, okay, you're in. Like, what are yeah, your well, thoughts? We'll kind of prep you, right? As, for sure. as
2: we're coming to you, we'll, we'll, if you're listening, we'll just say, all right, we're, we're coming to so and so next. Let's read this, so Matt and I discuss, and then boom, uh, we pop in there. You know, make our greetings well met, mm-hmm. and then. You know, see how it goes. For sure. And I'm the other right. I,
1: I think it's gonna be super cool. And the other thing is that as we kind of build this Discord community, um, it is going to help us do things like uh, live trivia is something we want to do at some point. We we have been talking yeah. we've been talking about it and you know, it's just been on the back burner because um, you know, we're just so focused on getting the getting the episodes up that now that we're going to have a little more kind of time, um, where We can start to focus on building some of these other things too, like the live trivia, um, like Q&As with us. We've had a lot of people ask and show interest in that. The rewatch stuff, which we've talked about. So, yeah. So that's kind of yep. that's kind of uh, going to be uh, the way things are going forward. And, you know, Sareza and I have also talked, you know, next year at this time, once we're done with Fire and Blood and the show is over and Winds of Winter still isn't out yet, well, we may revert back. And and yeah. do, and do follow up Friday once again, but uh, right now, uh, Fire and Blood and the and the books are kind of our priority. But uh, actually, in terms of content, I think you're going to be getting around the same amount of content. It's oh, just yeah. kind of it's just kind of spaced out differently. Uh, yeah. Quite frankly,
2: I if if the if the main show ends up being about two hours, you're really not gonna you'll you'll get a lot. Uh, there we're still going to tack on a raven or two, you know, at the end of that. Absolutely, so, mm-hmm. um, you're still going to get that each week, that feel, and then mm-hmm. at the end of the month, you'll get you,
1: you know another you, two yeah. ep- two hour episode. So right in that big, in in that in that big Ravens Nest episode. So yeah, yeah. So it's exciting. We'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, just again. Yeah, I mean, if we uh, try it and everyone hates it, uh, you know, we're the kings. So that's how it is. Bend the knee. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> ben, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I mean. Kings are you know we're people a lot you know make mistake we're just a bunch of hedge knights okay yeah. Just a couple of hedge knights here so you know just, you know making our way through the the realm
1: all right yeah so all right well let's uh, dive into uh, you know potentially the last follow up Friday of all time I mean you know
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh man or, uh, you're or, killing me you're or, killing me or or, or for or, or for a bit we'll see here but um, yeah. yeah okay so. Uh, trivia last week: the question was, um, "How does Sir Illyan Payne lose his tongue?" And it is the Mad King rips it out for basically saying that Tywin Lannister ran the realm. And our winner was a new, uh, new person here to trivia, Lady Sarah Connolly, the Willful. Wit beyond yeah. measure is man's greatest treasure.
2: Wow. That's yeah. a, I mean, Lady Sarah. That's a name and a half
1: right there. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Yeah, I love it. So, all right. Well, trivia for next week. Also, trivia. Um, I have been talking about Sarah and I have been talking about kind of restructuring it. Um, I will. We'll probably just be including trivia in the main show since we won't have a follow up Friday. It'll just kind of be at the beginning of the the main show. Oh yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're not we're not getting rid of trivia. Um, but we are we are thinking of some ways to. Uh, make it cooler and stuff like that. But uh, anyway, so trivia for next week will be who takes Ned Stark's bones north. Yeah. Who who takes Ned Stark's bones north. All right. Mm. Sir Ezra, I will let you uh, read this first one here from uh, Sam the hammer. Uh,
2: yeah. So we're going to start off. We get a couple uh, Ravens here and we'll, we'll dive into those. Then we'll get into the group here. But, uh, Sam kind of let's see, sends something here. Uh, Sirs, I've just finished the Game of Thrones on Audible, and the one thing that stands out most to me is Mormont's Crow. I think he had uh, more lines than Cersei and Jamie combined, and uh, it, it may be, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, the most common theory seems to be that uh, Bloodraven is warging into him, but I'm not so sure. They focus on the obvious meaning in the words king, or burn, mm. uh, but it's the word crow that I keep coming back to. Like, oh, I'm sorry, it's I'm sorry, it's the word corn. Excuse me, uh, it's the word corn that I keep coming back to. Like Hodor, the word uh, gets forgotten because it's repeated so much. Mm. Now, I mean that, yeah, no, I mean, if you're looking for that, this he's on to something. This, that I don't know. I think that, this is pretty cool. Uh, he's, he says, uh, I have a feeling. That uh, there is some big twist coming with that bird that no one has predicted. Uh, How about you guys? Um, Do you subscribe to the corn code theory uh, or maybe the corn king? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Sir Matt, thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. uh, Mormons crow, um, who I totally believe is just blood raven. Or you know, uh, b- being controlled by Blood uh, Raven is a very important character in a lot of theories. Obviously, the Corn King uh, theory. Um, you know, it's when when he when he he says the John right, like King King King, yeah, and stuff like that, yeah. And so I I think that there is a you know a Blood Raven kind of controlling beyond beyond the wall, controlling that bird is my is my personal opinion.
2: Yeah, what what I like? Do, do you like the idea though of the um you know like we heard Hodor say Hodor, right. You know for however long, right? And then we're shocked to find out that it actually has some meaning. Do you, th- you right? A different you think kind of, of a diff meeting?
1: a different meaning.
2: Not that it has to be significant, but maybe maybe there is some you know just a just a bit of meaning to
1: it. I, I you know I don't know. Yeah, corn, uh, yeah. corn yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I, if, like the Hodor thing, um, is I think is cooler because there's meaning behind it and it's repeated so much. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like that's why that's why that's why people think that the burn burn them all isn't. You know, that's why there's the is is Bran influencing the Mad King, kind of theory, right? It, it's not. It's not the Mad King saying burn them all as destroy King's Landing. It's like burn them all isn't saying like the White Walkers right or the or the whites yeah like that and so there is there is that bigger meaning behind it but with but with um the crow um uh it's 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 kind of it's kind of like he it's kind of like he's when he's saying king king it's almost you know i i don't i don't think there's like that hidden meaning behind it so to me it's just pretty straightforward gotcha okay um I was Well, I mean there is cool. some hidden meaning behind it because obviously he's saying king king like that is theorizing that oh he knows John will someday become king or right not because if you take it at absolute face value then it's just a crazy old bird. Oh yeah. Um for sure. yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah. Um I was looking up here real quick just uh gosh, I was trying to use the search it didn't didn't work for me there. But um does he say burn before he's like like you know this uh, w- this bit that's coming up here where where John is kind of forced to fight that uh that white right um the ra- the mormon's raven starts starts calling uh, burn and oh, does it? yeah um hmm. which 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 feeds into your your idea that, that that's blood raven warning warning them you know to burn the uh the white that is attacking him right so Seemingly, the 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 crow is doing this on its own. Typically, right. it will repeat the last word that it that it uh, hears. Right. You know whether it's dual live, you know corn, you know whatever it may be. But it seems like at, at times you get lulled into thinking, oh, he's just saying the last word. Right. But, then, but he's not. Uh, and all of a sudden, the, the crow comes in out of out of nowhere. Here's now, a wait, question. That wasn't does that wasn't he, the last word?
1: Does he say? Does he say? He I bet he does. I'd have to look at the chapter. Um, but I just watched the, I just watched it on HBO. Um, yeah. and, um, now remembering because in the, in the show, at least I would have to specifically look at the chapter to see exactly how the exact sequence of events goes in. But in the show, you have like this up, you know, the shot above and they're wheeling them in and it was Benjamin Stark's party. Right. Um, and they had found yeah. them when John goes beyond the wall to the hearth tree with Sam to swear, or to join the night's watch, they find ghost finds a hand and then they come back. This is show. I just want to say that again. So then as we come back to them, they're wheeling in the carts of, of the white and uh, John says we should burn them. So my question is, yeah, does the bird say burn them before John does in the book? If it does go down that way, again, I would specifically have to look at the exact chapter, but assuming that's assuming that's how it goes. Um, that's a question because if the bird says it before someone well then that that's a difference that you know that as you said is pretty significant yeah, that would be that's something to look yeah, at Yeah, that'd be pretty significant right so
2: it's either um it's game of thrones either chapter 70 or chapter 52 we'll have to go look at that um later i, I believe well maybe it is actually chapter 62 but anyways it's right in there in, in game of thrones uh we'll have to go kind of look because i was under the impression that he that the that the that the crow kind of even if he heard that phrase earlier uh kind of comes out of nowhere on his own right um and, and and says says a word that you didn't expect but you're it's in the midst of this heated exchange and you're like uh you're not really paying attention to the crow you're paying attention to it's sort of an annoyance like okay go okay shut up crow you know like right and back to the action but but really um when you when you look at it line by line i think it is something that um, comes out of nowhere and it's sort of like where did that come from (laughs) right how did the raven know to to say that you know um anyways i could be wrong about that though i have to go check so i'll I'll say that in full disclosure but that was just my initial gut um uh reaction from from the last time i i had read it and looked up on that because i've i've read some stuff about that crow uh super interesting um i mean he he helps get john you know selected Uh, as uh, a lord commander you know yeah yeah, so there's so there's that has a that 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 it has an abnormally um, large vocabulary that mm-hmm. crow does. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So and it was funny because Sam the Hammer's uh, the title to his Raven was "What's up with that crow?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously, what is up with it? So it's uh, you know, Sam the that. Hammer's been
1: sending us some great some great Ravens lately.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. I mean that that definitely is one that um, you know. I would love for people to take more more of a look at because uh, it's it'll make you think. I mean, that's why you've said for uh, several episodes for months now. You've been you've been talking when we talk about Bloodraven. You've talked about h- the idea that he he wargs into or you know uh, uses that crow uh, right. just because of its proximity to the Night's Watch, mm-hmm. you know, or Jon Snow, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I think that uh yeah we might come back to that uh, and and talk more about it uh, later but uh yeah. as I continue to look stuff up here but mm-hmm. um next i think we've got just a quick little um comment here this is from oh this is from Amanda Richardson and so just wanted to give her a quick shout out she sent us a a quick raven here uh, that just was talking about um Jamie Lannister we had talked last episode in how Hoster Tully had sort of you know his two daughters and during Robert's Rebellion is trying to make those Alliances you know um, uh, You know Catelyn is uh, right. Betrothed to Eddard And you know um, Robert is, is Actually fi- here's the thing Sir Matt I wonder if Robert Well he, he would have had no reason to rebel He's rebelling because Lyanna is, is is Captured which we have another argument about that uh, Today that we'll get to but um, It's John Aaron who uh, ends up Being betrothed to to Lysa right. and um, Amanda here. Uh, L- Lady Amanda has mentioned, she says, Hi, I wasn't sure if you had answered this. Um, I've been listening to the podcast uh, since September, but you mentioned uh, potential brides for Jamie Lannister and you didn't, uh, you weren't sure who um, you know was proposed. I wanted to mention that I think Tywin and Hoster Tully were in negotiation with regard to Lysa Tully for that uh, proposal. So. Mm-hmm. Wow, imagine how unhappy Jamie Lannister oh my would have been. God, he would have been yeah. Oh, <laughs> it mean, just I mean maybe she maybe she was different before you know all this craziness happened and and you know she had uh, uh if any of that stuff happened with Hoster and and her and Littlefinger, you know what I mean? Like maybe right. Uh, her life would have been a lot different, you know. Yeah, you so. know,
1: I don't, I don't know though, too, because also, even if, even after she is crazy, you know, she's kind of forced to marry John Arryn, and even at that point, John Arryn is a little bit older, um, obviously than like you know Ned Stark or Robert Baratheon, um, yeah, and so she got like young, super handsome, you know, like you know, Kingsguard level knight Jamie Lannister. I don't know, maybe she would be like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah, she well because even right because even Cersei seemed like, um, you know, had Robert Baratheon turned out to be like a you know, a a good guy, and not said like Lyanna and actually like kind of loved Cersei that she may have found herself, um, you know, going Mm -hmm. with him instead. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, of course, Uh, in in the in the book, she's in the there's a in the in the show, she makes it seem like, um there was a chance in the book she makes it a little less that way like no one would ever take jamie's place but you never know i mean i think that had robert been you know a little more truth and faithful to her then she could have um you know just Mm -hmm. focused on him and maybe the same would have been said for Liza aaron had she gotten you know jamie lannister if that had worked out for her right yep okay awesome um
2: let's see here all right, we're gonna move on uh, again. Here, we're kind of—that uh, was just a quick comment we had from Amanda. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the old foul mouthed. Yeah, you know? he's <laughs> been. Uh, so I love, I, l- l- I love it, dude. It's it's so great. Uh, well met, sirs. I loved the start of uh, Friday's sh- show so much that I uh, had to comment. Uh, you guys nailed it when you first started. You both uh, loved the stories and wanted to talk about it and uh, and uh, wanted to know more. He kind of goes on to mention that, um, uh, you know, when we were doing uh, a World of Ice and Fire, right? That, and I, I never thought about this. We, we need to be more clear when we talk about the histories, because if you haven't read the um, the entire series, let's say you're jumping in, right? Because a lot of people are, you know, they're they're reading the TV show and then they're then they're jumping in. You might not know that what we're talking about is history history versus the main series. so, anyways, yeah, he just said when he first started, you know, he heard uh, World of Ice and Fire, so um, you know he started reading that with us a little bit, uh, just because we were mentioning characters like Melee's the monstrous, you know, and he wasn't quite sure that, uh, you know, that was from the main series or not. So,
1: um, yeah. yeah, he says he here. says so. I was so friggin' lost. But your, enthousi- yeah, your enthusiasm and mass content pulled me out of my carelessness, uh, somewhat, <laughs> <laughs> somewhat, uh, yeah. and it was a super cool ride. That's why I chose to take the black to help the main show. And when my black council uh, shows come uh, come out uh, in a month or two, I will drop trow <laughs> for it. <too>. <laughs> <laughs> I love hey that. man, there's a fan of the black council I love right it, there. Man. So <sighs> Lord, Hunter, Lord man, Hunter, I tell the you what, when we... he's awesome.
2: When we call the banners, that's
1: somebody... You know, oh, he's right. He's you know, going to be right there. there. Dude, so great. So great, um, so. <clears throat>
2: But, yeah, it is something... as and When we go... And the reason I threw this in there is because it actually... As we go into um, Fire and Blood, you know, Sir Matt, right. I was sort of like, the main show will change again. And so we're going to, like, super, right. super... It may seem, like, redundant. Like, well, guys, we get it. We know. But, like, new people come in and they listen to, like, the first episode... Like uh, that—that's on the feed, and so they may just come in to check to see what this is like, and so when they do, we want to make sure that we mention every single time like this
1: is absolutely you know well and and just wait and just and guys just wait till next year you know it's kind of funny the only way I can describe it is um you uh, sir Ezra you 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 and I you and I are in the situation because we we go to the gym regularly right yeah. 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 Um, you know, and at, and at times in my past, like a couple of years ago, I was like I was, you know, one of those guys who had took my gallon jug, you stacked. know, stacked yeah. and I was, you know, about 25 <laughs> pounds lighter than I currently am. And uh, yeah, I was a I was a I was a, you know, gym hog there every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, you, were. you know, then January comes around and you get all the new people. Right who are who are coming in the yeah. first time gym goers. That's kind of what's going to happen to us next year uh when the show comes back on. We're going to get a lot of people, especially now that the show's ending. We're going to get a lot of people who have just only watched the shows and like, "You know what? I would love to read the book." Which is actually what we have. A lot of our listeners are that way. And so we're going to get yeah. a lo- we're going to get a lot of people who are who are coming in first time um to to the books. So right. Right. So we're not going to do what Sir
2: Matt used to do, which was in January, when they all came in, he had to, uh, you know, I mean, the, the cutoffs, yeah. you know, I mean, the yeah. guns were out. <laughs>
1: yeah, gun, yeah gun, guns were, you know, locked. we make everybody to feel welcome. Yeah, okay. locked and ready to go. Yeah. Now that's oh, me. Okay, okay. Now that's me coming in in January. People are like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, I've been here. Oh, well, you don't look like it, so.
2: You're killing me. Oh, you're killing me, man. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. All right, mm. <laughs> because I think that's that's me too, man. Like, what the heck? All uh, right, all right, all right. Good God, sir Matt. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Let's dive into another one here. All right. Um, who is it? oh, Lady Shannon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. All right. Um, hello, good sirs. Uh, relatively new to your show, but uh, it's like I've known you both forever. Well, you know, Lady Shannon, I you know. I'm feeling you there, okay? Uh-huh. Best part of my day is driving home, listening, and being constantly blown away by everyone's thoughts and theories. Uh, my backstory, quickly, uh, I had never heard this heard of the series until I watched the first episode uh, when it aired on TV. Within minutes, I had purchased the book series online and had them finished within a few months. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, been absolutely obsessed with the show and the books ever since. After reading up to book three, I literally dreamt of the r plus l equals j theory <laughs> uh wasn't until i finished book five that i took to the internet to discover that others thought the same wow cool hey. sir ezra and i have um, talked
1: sir and i have talked uh <laughs> a couple times in the past of yeah. of, of our similar experience
2: <laughs> yeah wait, other people they know about this
1: yeah what <laughs> we lost our minds uh,
2: we're like oh my dude oh my god we've like figured oh. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I remember st- I remember standing up going, I don't think anybody knows about this. Yeah. I don't think anybody's talked about this. No, sure enough, they have. Um, so, been pondering what question to pose to you guys. Uh, settled on this. How long was Lyanna missing for? How did they find out where she was? Did Robert confront Rhaegar about it? Sorry, that's more than one question. Looking forward uh, to hearing your thoughts. Many uh, well wishes to everyone and uh, Lady Shannon from
1: the Great white North Ontario Canada. oh wow yeah <clears throat> um, great question we don't yeah. actually know there isn't like kind of an well maybe actually there may it's 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 around a year that she's like um, where they don't they don't really know where she is and she's at the Tower of joy because um, when she gets kidnapped I think it's almost like immediate that you know things start happening we don't know where we don't know where she is but it's not like she's like kidnapped and then like you know two weeks go by and they're like you know where's liana at i think it's a i think it's a pretty immediate kind of thing
2: uh yeah let me hmm
1: yeah this is a, this is a
2: really good question this is one of those that uh definitely needs a um th- there are timelines out there so there there are people who have really looked at you know um because you look at uh, 280, uh, the year 280, was it? No, no, 283. No, 280. Right. Um, round about that time, between s- somewhere in there. Because you look at the births of Jon Snow, um, Daenerys, you look at these different players, and uh, it's really important when you're trying to figure out which theory you kind of uh, hold mm-hmm. to, you know, as to when, uh, which, which, who was born first, you know, um, what year they were born in and then could that have been, uh, and Rhaegar, you know, uh, type of thing. So yeah, she's, she's taken, um, we, we just talked about this not too long ago where she was taken not too far. It was, uh, it was leagues. It was in terms of leagues from Winterfell. And you know, when she's taken there, um, we don't exactly, as you said, sir, Matt, we don't really know if she went, I don't think she, I don't believe that she went straight to like the tower of joy. Right. You know? Right. Um, which which is, I think, the interesting part. Uh, so there's that. There, There's also um, this bit, I'm trying to remember where Eddard Stark was when this all took place. Because really, you know, there is a, a bit of time there because uh, his father and brother go all the way down to King's Landing to demand, you know, um, Rhaegar either give her back or that he, you know... Um,
1: right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, the 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 king hold him accountable for that, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's when they are killed. And then the Mad King summons, you know, um, or he actually asks John Arryn, warden of the East, to execute his two wards. Yeah, which would be Robert Baratheon and 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 Ned Stark. And it's at that point in time that he calls his banners, and you know Ned um, uh, has to take off, you know, um, to call the banners in the North. So that whole time she is missing. So I I mean how long was that between right. you know that's that's the question. I'm doing a little digging here as as I talk I'm trying to trying to find uh more on that but mm-hmm. yeah I don't I don't really know um so that, so there's definitely a significant amount of time for them to have a, re- a relationship or to you know um you know have her Get with child, you know. Also, even move around right. the right because in the, the in,
1: right in the show, it seems like they get married at the Isle of Faces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she ends up at the Tower of Joy. Um, you know, we know that the Tower of Joy in the books at least happens. We don't know about the Isle of Faces. Um, do you think that Liana was at the Tower of Joy for like I would say ninety percent of the time? She's you know like kidnapped. Uh, I mean, she might have been there
2: for for a significant amount of time because I've always. Wondered and too, and we've we've talked a lot about when the Kingsguard, where were they and when did they leave, you know, and like, 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 how were they, how were they stationed? You know, Shardane's another interesting piece too with Mm -hmm. like Elia uh, Martell, and when did she leave, um, you know, her services. Right. Uh, so, so if you look at that, that can give you some indication of was it before Harrenhal, after, um, Right. All good things to look right. at. And one of the questions that she asked that was really good is, um, how did they find out where she was? So, and I think she's talking about how did they find out, how did, um, you know, um, Robert and, and Eddard Stark find out where she was? And yeah. what's, go ahead, Sorrent, yeah. You I thought that,
1: I, um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Possibly about the idea of, we talked about the idea of Ashara Dane telling Ned. Yeah, so cuz we don't actually know how he how he know how he how he, how he found out, right? No, that, that's, the, the, actually, yeah, that's, that's the, the big thing. Uh, yeah.
2: Question, I, you know, I mean, they spared Barristan Selmy, you know, and he's a Kingsguard member. I don't know uh if if Jamie Lannister knew, but like I'm I'm trying to figure out how you know, Ned leaving the um the Red Keep there yeah, because I, I, I believe doesn't Robert Baratheon head uh, north to help his brother Stannis, who is yes. surrounded at Dragonstone. Yeah, yep. Um, so I think he goes that direction. If he would have known where
1: oh, was... oh, he would he would have raced there. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Robert yeah. knew. Right. I don't, exactly. I, I think that Ned found out and Ned went that Ned went there immediately, um, and may have sent word to Robert, but I don't think Robert had any 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 idea. Yeah, and here's the other thing that's that's so bonkers it's, about the, the whole situation is
2: if – I mean, Ned is at the head of all of his – I mean, he has – like, the Starks are in King's Landing. He has an army there. Right. And <clears throat> so why didn't he take his army to the Tower of Joy, you know? D- did they just need to go with Robert? I think it's because he was told something. You know, who told him what, when, and where uh, is very important because he only took a few men with him, you know? Yeah, Correct? hold on. I'm you just know what I'm saying. My, my, yeah, my, hold
1: on. A big light bulb just went off in my head. Okay,
2: okay. good. Cause...
1: okay, hear me out on this. Is we're 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 going into rabbit hole territory territory here. About time. It's about time. Okay, so three members of the Kingsguard are there, right? Yeah. So if I'm Rhaegar Targaryen, and I, because remember Lyanna in the. In the show, right? We get a little more of that tower of Joyce. We we get the Tower of Joy scene. Um, a couple of times actually. I think we get it twice in the show. Um remember, Liana tells Ned Robert can never know. Like, don't she says like right? She says, like, don't tell Robert um about about the yeah. ba- about the baby, right? She says that. So if you're Rhaegar Targaryen. Do you think that, like, if, if, you, if you only leave a handful of men there, right? Because if Robert shows up, Robert would have tried to take on Arthur Dane himself, right? Like, Robert is just that kind <laughs> of guy. Robert Robert is yeah. not going to let somebody else do, do his fighting for him. So Robert mm-hmm. would probably lose to Arthur Dane, yeah. right? I mean, so, because I don't think, I, you know, I don't know if Arthur Dane thought Ned would show up. I think they maybe were planning it would be Robert Baratheon showing up oh I see what you're saying is that
2: uh, it would have been like a kind of kind of uh, that's what they were that's what hmm. they were anticipating huh
1: right because in the show in the show you know there's all people breaking down the fight scene and all that stuff and um, you know the idea is that Arthur Dane didn't want to kill Ned he wanted to kill everyone but Ned Um, yeah right Mm -hmm. And so, maybe I don't know. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's maybe I don't know. I'm just that just went off of my head. So I don't know. I said it. <laughs> I well, just, yeah. i see what you're saying. I well because okay, like that.
2: That's what always has baffled me is that like, you know, he doesn't mark. I mean, I know that they defeated Rhaegar and his army there, but this is still the Tower of Joy. Uh, t- Tower of, Tower of Joy is technically in Dorne, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like they. I mean, I don't know how long it took to quell. Dorn or, or or the Dornish, but I it wasn't probably instant. You know what I'm saying? Like it right. I, it took some time. Um and you know, he had to work his way down uh to the Tower of Joy, which is in this weird location. Like he he's not just stumbling across that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's sent there, he knows where it's at, and uh I've always wondered who it was that told him um where she was. And so when yeah. you think about her inner like Rhaegar's inner circle I thought you know the sparing of Barristan Selmy on the Trident might have been something that might have been something that yeah, maybe but but still, him get a pardon.
1: Yeah, but still, there's there's just no way that Ned would have found out because. No, I guess Ned. Yeah, he is at the Trident. So what do you mean? Who? Ned. Ned well, and like...
2: also, I mean, I, I to contradict my own self here, I think Sir Barristan Selmy was like laid up with on. He's at. He's under the right. of the poppy for, you know, uh, as as long as who knows. So. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah, now there, I don't know if we've gotten this. No, we haven't gotten to this part yet in a Game of Thrones where he's under, yeah. Well, we're about to. Edard Stark mm-hmm. has that dream uh, about the combat uh, at the Tower of Joy. Right. He, he and six companions are there, right? Three Kingsguard in front of the tower. Um, Lyanna's, like, inside screaming. Uh, Edard Stark had a nightmare involving Lyanna and the statue um, of, uh, that's placed at her tomb. In the dream, Eddard walks through the crypts of Winterfell. He can hear the statue of Lyanna whispering, Promise Me Ned. Uh, he notices the statue is wearing a garland of pale blue roses while her eyes weep blood. Eddard immediately wakes up with his heart racing. And, and as, when we get to that chapter, we've, we've talked about the many uh, lies and the, the promises and the things that Ned has had to do to either keep this promise or the lies he's had to make. Uh, so there's a lot actually around that dream that we'll talk about when we get there. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm trying to think who, who who could have told, you know, who would have known? Who would have known that she was there? Yeah. Rhaegar, uh, the Kingsguard. I don't think the Mad King knew. Nope, I you know, don't think I don't he think, did either.
1: I don't think he did. So. I, don't think, I, I don't know if all the Kingsguard knew, because I don't know if Jamie. maybe Jamie Lannister is the one who tells Ned.
2: That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know after he's there and – all this goes down. Who is left that would know? Right. That would that would be willing to tell him that's still alive? That's something to ponder on. But um, I think there was one more question here that we had, which was: uh, Did Robert confront Rhaegar about it? Um, no. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, well, on, it, it, the uh, whole the whole war. His is rebellion. It, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. His whole. He can, yeah, he he, he
1: he 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 confronted him on the Trident.
2: Right, and so <laughs> I think the piece to, uh Lady Shannon, is that, like, uh, Lord Stark and um, the heir apparent there, i um, blanking on their names, on uh, Edward Stark's brother and father, they're Brand- the ones Brandon who... Brandon and know, really, uh,
1: Rickard. Thank you.
2: Yep. Thank you. There you go. Uh, they're, they're the ones who were confronting the Mad King, you know, mm-hmm. about that. And so I don't think he had a chance, um, t- you know, for for Robert to actually confront Rhaegar about, about that, you know, uh, he was hoping to meet him on the battlefield and he did, uh, supposedly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I always say that, uh, just in case, but yeah. I love this question because it's just that when you start to look at and you narrow it down to, um, things like, you know, who could have told Ned who was in that circle, why didn't he take his whole army down there? You know, did the, did Robert just need reinforcements um, how long were Rhaegar and Liana galliv- You know, moving around the countryside was it something she was into? I mean, was there mm-hmm. some secret thing that took place at Hall and then she's like, "You have to make it look like I was captured." You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, could have been all those things because she could have secretly been, you know, in on this whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But she's also really young, right? Too. So we're all kind of daydreaming and think like, oh, maybe she was into this. This is some romantic love thing, but maybe it's just some sick, twisted, you know, Targaryen thing where they're just yeah. using her for there's always a that, there's, and right. There's always that
1: possibility as well.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. We'll do some more um, research on this. Unfortunately, I have to say one of the better timelines I've seen out there, and I hate even referencing. Uh, we're going to collaborate with these, these folks eventually so, at some point. Um, that's in the works, Sir Matt, but. Order of the Green Hand actually has a really good timeline mm-hmm. on um, their theory that uh, Ashara Dane and, and, and um, um, Eddard Stark get together and have a child named Jon Snow. And so they have that theory. They've been working on it. They've been going off of it for years. And in that, they actually timeline a lot of this out. And so they're actually doing a timeline of when Ned... Uh, goes north to call the banners and how he was escorting Shara Dane around uh and, and may have may have met with her once she left Elia Martel's services. Well, if you look at that timeline and you get a chance to do this, I just I can't do it right now live here, but uh you can look and see when uh she's taken and mm-hmm. and then look at when she is found again and then and then sort of that'll just give you the full you know
1: um Monty. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, the, but then it's sort of like what? What point was she pregnant? It's definitely enough time for her to be pregnant and to have a child. But was there time there before uh, for them to maybe set up a different thing? Some people, Sir Matt, believe that they actually were hiding up in Winterfell.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. have
2: you heard that theory? It's yes, a crazy I have. Theory that yep. they're actually up in Winterfell, hiding in the crypts, and there's something else going up, or, or that they went north of the Wall. You know, a lot of different things. Um, so we always think south and like down to mm-hmm. where like Targaryen territory, but not necessarily. She knows the north, mm-hmm. and maybe that is something that um, if she was in on this, she might have been willing to kind of, uh, you know, seek out some of these greater mysteries. You know, Rhaegar's not familiar with that, and and so if Bloodraven is communicating with him north of the wall, you know, maybe they had to go there. Maybe they themselves passed under the wall. It's, it's know, true, north, yeah. You know, there's actually time for that, I think, to take place but
1: yeah is leon Val? i don't know i mean it's possible right <laughs> oh gosh okay
2: <clears throat> all right well uh let's see here what else we got uh
1: we have two Ooh. more um ravens both are more kind of comments um here so we have uh one here from our one of our our, our new bannermen sir yeah sir jason ross of House Ross. Hey Sir Matt and Sir Ezra absolutely loving the podcast Game of Thrones is my number one fantasy love so I was excited when Sir Matt mentioned it in the uh, just in another Facebook group uh, so now that I'm a patron I wanted to send my house sigil and a brief backstory with the words of House Ross I'll send I'll send it here but it should be uh, if it should be sent somewhere else I apologize looking forward to future episodes. House Ross is an ancient house nestled in the windswept snow-blown highlands of the northern mountains in the vastness of the north uh and dune and uh in uh, dune the seat of House Ross overlooks the bay of ice and the Wolf'swood from on high. The blood of the first men flows thick in their veins, although they are old there are old whisperings that more than a drop of blood from the children of the forest runs in those veins as well. They honor nice. the old gods and remember their names. Winter is a way of life uh, for this sturdy clan of Highlanders. And from the rugged existence originates their house words. Warmth is for the weak. The sons of House Ross have helped uh, man the wall since the first blocks of ice were laid, helping to defend the realm from the ancient terrors long forgotten by most. Their loyalty to their liege lord and ferocity in battle are renowned throughout the northern lands and beyond the wall. These mountain-dwelling Northerners, uh, no- northern folk are easily, easily identified even on the fields of battle by their colorful kilts that bear their uh, fam- uh, family tartans. Uh, House Ross is led by the uh, hardiest of northern lords, Lord Jason, known among his people as the uh, Highland Fury. The Highland Fury is no mere child of summer, though many northerners learn to adopt the winter. Lord Jason was born in winter, generous and fair to his people, but lethal to his foes on the battlefield, wielding Winter's Fang, the ancestral Valyrian steel claymore of his house. Lord Jason was there to march south and fight beside Lord Eddard Stark in Robert's Rebellion, and he was among the first to scale the walls of Pike in helping quell the Greyjoy Rebellion. A roaring snow bear encircled by a garland of laurel gripped in a clenched fist. On a field of blue is always the first banner to arrive in Winterfell when the call is put forth <laughs> by the kings of the north, uh, where uh, fly where uh, where Stark banners fly, so fly uh, Ross banners. The direwolf has no friend more loyal but than the snow bear. House Ross serves but one king. House Ross remembers Sir Jason Ross. Wow, thank you. I love people. Dude. um I love when people really go to town on their uh, their family history and things like that. It's great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sir Jason, honestly, uh, really glad to have you along. That's that's fantastic. And uh, looking forward to, um, you know, Raven's Nest, possibly, and, and having him on the show. And so any, anyone else who wants to join in on that uh, goodness, uh, feel free to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I the, the Snow Bear, man, you know, yeah. it's
1: it's it's a good loyal friend to the dire wolf. So, it's tr- it's sense. it's true. You know it's it's great. I feel like I feel like most people go, uh, most of our listeners when they do their house history or whatever go with the north, uh, but we it is nice. We do have um you know some uh, we have some uh, Nights Watch people and some some uh, faceless men and and things like that. We have we're creating a wide gambit. No one from the Westerlands, I don't think yet, or you know the Reach yeah or, yeah. yeah. Well, we. Were-
2: yeah, no. I think well, I thought we had somebody from from we have we have somebody from Dorn.
1: We have we have somebody we have some people from Dornish. Yeah, we have yet? some Dornish, we got mm-hmm. some Sos folk. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, so um, yeah, you know, Sir so Ezra, you and I need to need to need to create histories. Although we're hedge knights, so you know. Well, I mean, it's it's a
2: simple history. Uh, you know, I mean, it's yeah, it's so, a lot like old our our good friend,
1: um, you know, Sir Duncan the Tall. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, but, from um, the, I, I'm from the I'm from the Crownlands. All right, I'm a targ I'm a targ supporter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I've got some Targaryen um, in me, some Lannister in me. You know. Right, right, right. That's what people. Um. Okay. Are. So yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, got one more comment, and then I've got some cool, yeah. fun stuff that I want to yeah, follow from the up group. With yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm going to butcher this, but uh, Stefan Gorse? Gorse. Gorse. Yeah course um seed g- g- uh you tried that Good word. try <laughs> see a uh, gurg ger- <laughs> your lord chef is uh that's how we greet such honorable lords like you guys in old germany well i, I apologize for butchering that um, well i'm sure they don't greet us like that i'm sure they don't i'm sure that. they I'm, don't treat us like that in germany <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I I deeply apologize. I thought we were bad when we were trying to do Norse stuff. Yeah. German is, I I, have no idea. No idea. Um, I just wanted to let you know that you also have loyal listeners in Germany. Uh, I surely love your podcast, though. I didn't even get, I haven't gotten to the current ones yet, but I'm getting closer. Cheers. P.S. With the 2019 Rugby World Cup, you can start choosing your favorite rugby circles as well. Will it be the USA or maybe the Welsh Dragons? Mm.
2: Wow. It's a good
1: question. Hey. Don't really know. Hey, man. Um, all I know is that they play American football in Germany. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. And what's his I, name? What was his I name? More Marit- Maritz Boinger, yeah. who was the guy who the Minnesota Vikings drafted. Wide receiver. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah remember that yeah forgot he, about him. he he played he played in like a, in the german in the german football leagues i can say i am I, not big into rugby i, I yeah i'm not either actually i don't know much about
2: it i mean I, I don't. Well, i've i've actually watched a couple i like watching it um, but uh, i
1: mean i got to go with anything dragons you know i got to go with dragons i mean yeah absolutely so yeah um, i got to go with that it's gonna be the yeah. Walsh dragons man <laughs> yeah the Walsh dragons sounds great um yeah rugby Put man your it's coppers on it, it Man, it's like I don't know. I watch the NFL and I watch those guys getting hit. The idea of doing that without pads, out. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I have a broken wrist, a dislocated knee, and a separated shoulder from playing American football. So yeah, the oh idea. God, I'm hit- so glad I didn't see that separated <laughs> knee, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey. wanna... My knee. <laughs> you <laughs> saw it, didn't you? Hey, when hey, it hey real
2: quick. Yeah, Sir Matt always makes a joke that it was the one game that I wasn't there for. That's right. You, you know? weren't there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You uh, would have been playing. I'd have been next to you, had you, had you yeah, on the been, line. It would have been you, you know? <laughs> it would have been great. <laughs> it would have been fun. It would have been fun. Your knee would not have gotten shattered, you know? But instead, yeah. my reserve had to go in there and, and, and match it. Oh,
1: man. I love. Yeah, that. That's I, that's true. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, it was wasn't, wasn't very good. I played defense, defensive line. And uh, man, I had to go play offensive line for one game and I'm like, you know, <laughs> three series in, oh, and then the next God. thing you know, our, our center, like what was his name? Ben Riemann, so it was, falls on me. He's like he like falls right into my knee and I'm laying on the ground and I'm like holding my my right knee. I'm like holding my right knee and it like got dislocated and I was like it was like on it was like on my upper calf. Like like it like went way down there, so I'm like laying in the ground, holding my my calf, and it's like my, oh my knee calf, and it's like I just remember oh, I remember man. like uh, somebody had run over and they like looked in there like oh my god I like ran <laughs> off it <was> so bad. <laughs> I just remember I get back and everyone's
2: talking about how you had to play had to play offense, and I was just right. like what i would have been
1: there like yeah it, you know, i mean, don't i don't play there would have been
2: offense, no reason so. to put that guy in you know like it would have been yeah. fine i played no, i was oh
1: defensive gosh. i played defense okay I you know yeah the opposite the opposite Anyways. of bill the opposite of bill murray so all right all right we got let's uh let's dive into a little bit from the group here
2: oh you got some from the group okay cool and then when you're done with that i have some stuff on the uh liana
1: disappearance too at the end. oh okay well I, never mind i thought that's what you were pulling up <laughs> i thought you were pulling up something from oh the group. yeah we, no we can go with your we can go with your stuff from the Leon yeah, you
2: go ahead and pull up some stuff from the group, and then I've got just a couple uh, comments here I wanted to mention on the on the Leon a bit, just because I'm always uh, intrigued by it. So if you get a chance to go to um, a forum of Ice and Fire, um, it's another place I know. Oftentimes Reddit is a place people like to go, but the the forums on uh, A Song of Ice and Fire Westeros dot org mm-hmm. uh, definitely a place to go check out here. And we've some people are posing, uh, you know, theorizing anyways that that she could have been missing for. Uh, upwards of two years. Mm-hmm. Oh know, wow! From okay. the time that she was taken. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, it's it's you know one thing that is also tricky about all of this is that it's gotten so big. It's such a big deal. There's so much going on with it that Gurr has gone back and looked at the timeline. And he's talked with Ilio, uh the writer um, that helped him with, or um, well, the fan turned writer who helped him with the World of Ice and Fire about timelines. You know, mm-hmm. looking at timelines because I don't think originally, you know, he. I mean, he had this all, the idea, obviously, and he knows what where he's going with it, but it's like uh, that timeline wasn't like super important to him. But what I found that was interesting is the idea that maybe Liana had twins, which we haven't brought up in a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that she could have had two children. Um, and then someone was even asking, could she have had two children? uh if it had been two years so w- you you look at how long right she was so not for. so
1: not twins but two separate children two separate children yeah right um
2: and would that explain the difference in age between like a young griff and Jon snow you know or um they're close enough you know type of thing so i mean it's possible i mean uh that, that you could turn right right back around you know conceive and then um have another child uh it's, it's just one of the – or or the twins, it, it, you know, ha- having twins is another option, which I just think would be so ironic if, if Rhaegar truly was looking for that third, you know, uh, head to the dragon or whatever, and then it ends up having, you know, twins. Um, would be kind of ironic, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance to go check this out, they have all sorts of, you know, different dates and things in here to kind of um, – oh, just, just to discuss this, you know, talking about when, you know, um, Brandon – uh, Stark actually dies in 282 uh, AC. It's one of those sparks that had, uh, that begins Robert's Rebellion. Um, it's just nice to come to, the, to a form like this where they actually have pieced everything together. You can go search all these different folks individually on the wiki, and, and you'll definitely easily be able to find a, a, a lot of this. Lyanna uh, was 16 when she died in 283 AC. Uh, so it says she was born around 267 AC. Uh, so, there's there's a couple different facts here. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think here. What else might be relevant? Uh, they're speculating that Aegon was born in... So, Rhaenys... So, when, when we're talking about Rhaegar Targaryen and his children. Uh, Rhaenys was um, about three years old when she supposedly died. And I guess mm-hmm. Ger has kind of confirmed that in 283 A.C., placing her birth at 280 A.C., uh, Aegon, her brother, was born in 282 AC. Since he was 12 months old, uh, give or take a moon's turn or two, when he died in 283 AC. Uh, you know, so th- these people are really doing a good job of trying to, you know, timeline um, all this, all this out and get the different ages and stuff. But uh, at one point, I mean, they're talking about whether, you know, the, the idea that Elia was at Harrenhal. And do you remember, Sir Matt, how it, she. One of the reasons Rhaegar, before they go to the tourney at Harrenhal, um, he knew that Elia couldn't have children anymore. Right. You know, had had kind of learned that, and so when Aegon, if Aegon is is again, this is all. I'm trying to. Mm, I don't know if that was a stillbirth or not. Anyways, um, but yeah, g- gets to Hall and uh, you know she's traveling there. And that's not something that. Uh, you wouldn't travel to a tourney like that if uh, if um, either you were pregnant or if you were. Uh, it was possible that you could still be pregnant, and there was like risk of it being a long, hard journey or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Uh, so there's there's a there's a, a bit in there, um, but and also she's passed over too. So Elia Martel is there and passed over uh, for the Queen of Love and Beauty. But um, just a couple random facts. I just wanted to throw out there at you guys and i say facts loosely just because uh all of that stuff is uh some of that stuff is up for interpretation and people are you know still trying to piece it all together so yeah what, what do you have anything from the group
1: yeah something cool from the group here um i'm gonna butcher this guy's name and i feel i feel terrible um west Esquerdo steven um so in our episode 35 um, about Catelyn it blew my mind to think that she comes across Robert's bastard with the last name stones and then she has so much contempt for Jon Snow for being a bastard then after death is known as stone heart um, the idea of like bastard you know stone heart right like like you know mm-hmm. um, uh, was her life with Ned a bastardization of her lost love with Brandon Stark um, not sure how to articulate in a more um, cognate manner to for hmm. btk to discuss anyway back to lady stoneheart <laughs>
2: uh wow yeah i that's um
1: that's really good yeah it. it's really good yeah i had not, I had not actually that is i i had not thought of that and well it, you know once once we <clears throat> talked about that we so many people have been sending us stuff about um finding little references to lady stoneheart right um like ideas about it so there's yep. There's another one. Yeah. You know, her life, when you think about it, and we've talked about this before, the idea of um, why or something I maybe I saw on Reddit. Why didn't Ned tell her? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, why did why did Ned not tell her? Is it because Ned was so true to Liana in his promise Um, or is it because he knows Kat? He either doesn't trust Kat or he thinks maybe she's a little too hot headed. Right, I mean, she does just like on a whim. She does just on a whim kidnap Tyrion. Right, you know what I mean. Well, and then
2: go back to her words: family duty, honor. You know, uh, if it's if it's a new relationship, and she's young, and she has her son uh, Mm -hmm. that she's got to think of. So she's got Rob. You know, it all depends on what he, what he, what um, what Ned knows. Right, you know, and what he would have told her. So because we don't even know what that would have been necessarily. Is this his son? Is mm-hmm. this uh his nephew? Um you know, was there a swap? I mean I I you know, I right. just don't know.
1: You know, the other you know, something else so, something else, uh I mean you know, it's like when Ned shows up at the Tower of Joy, you know, it seems like Liana's only alive for like a little bit. I mean there's that handmaiden that's there and maybe she kinda tells Ned everything. But, you know, Ned just killed Arthur Dane or, you know, or, you know, with Helen Reed, just killed Arthur Dane, uh, you know, and just watched his sister die. I don't, you know, I don't know if he even knows all of the details of, you know, he probably maybe he thinks, OK, Rhaegar and, and um, you know, Rhaegar and Lyanna were in love. But I don't think Ned knows why Rhaegar did it. You know, I don't think, I don't, you know, let's say Rhaegar did have this whole. Azor High Prince of promise three heads of the dragon like plan, um, with with you know Jon Snow if we go that route, um, but we don't know that Lyanna even knew that, you know, let alone let alone then Lyanna telling Ned like Ned might just literally think of John as like well. He was my sister's baby, like you know. So I don't know.
2: Wait, yeah. So wait,
1: Lyanna knowing what now? She she would so know. I don't. I don't even. I don't even think liana may know about the whole three heads of the dragon prophecy oh okay Rhaegar may have never told her that yeah for sure yeah right like that was that was his plan for Jon snow obviously this is all assuming in the books r plus l does equal j but um (laughs) a lot of assuming a lot of of, yeah yeah you know what happens when you make when you make assumptions um
2: hey you know since we're on that real quick i just wanted to I, I i as i continue to read some of these these uh this form of vice and fire thread here this individual and i'll i'll go back up here and quote him or i'll i'll cite him just because i i think that's important uh is is noting that uh he or she uh believes that you know Ger has and i knew that he had been quoted uh as saying that the rebellion had lasted close to a year mm-hmm. um you know, and he's saying here that Aegon, young uh, Rhaegar's son, was between twelve months and fourteen months old at the end, uh, right now at the beginning of the rebellion. Aegon is 127 days old. This is great. I love how these people like really try to nail this down to like a uh, you know uh, a day, which comes down to four months. Uh, Liana has now been missing for 127 between 103. Actually, comes out to 103 days. Yeah. That's that's crazy, which boils down to three point five months. Where is he going with this? Where is he going with this? Um let's see. And 103 days, three months. That's crazy. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? I'm about to read this whole thing here. Uh, sorry guys. I was I was looking at this trying to see if he had actually really nailed this down. And people were giving him a lot of cred here on the yeah, On the, uh, a form of Ice and Fire, um, thread. It's a, he's a council member, so, uh, it's, uh, Targaryen, so, which I think is pretty well, um, you know, liked and accepted there on the, on the thread. But, anyways, um, I don't know if you guys can figure that out or if you guys know more about maybe how long she potentially was gone or, you know, when, because I think he's making the point or she's making the point here that, um, yeah that the some of this is not not lining up for me Mm -hmm. so we'll have to get back to it it's a one of the better questions we've had in a long time really is 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 how long was she missing when was she taken you know and right uh, what have you so anyway sorry guys i i digress there a little bit but
3: uh.
1: okay
2: what else we got sir matt anything else on the the uh no are we good No, i think we're good there okay okay Alright, well, you know, uh some some good uh food for thought, you know, things to think about, um, who told Ned, you know, uh where Liana was and uh you know, why did he take those six with him? And uh, you know, how long was she missing? All those are good questions, good thoughts, things to ponder on. Let us know. Did uh, what do you think? Did did Rhaegar, you know, uh go on a nice little honeymoon uh with Liana around the Seven Kingdoms? What do you think? Yeah. You know? So, and also um, uh, you know when, when after today's show uh, head over to patreon.com and uh, check out that uh, new reward system give us some feedback you know I mean we're we're not perfect you guys know that um, so you know if, if we can we're gonna see how it goes I mean we're excited about it so we want to give it a try yeah. and and, and it, it's a format that's probably gonna work for us and hopefully we can as sir Matt has said, uh, dive into your Ravens in
1: more depth and mm-hmm. uh, make some more cool connections. Right. Yeah. Spent, uh, spend a little, show. spend a little more time and spend a little more time in the group and get you guys even more involved in the show. Yep, exactly. So, so that's 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 the idea. So, All right. Well, in the words of House Valerian, the old, the true, the brave.